Welcome to the escape room. Enjoy the game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the DIU Escape Crew Podcast. I'm Dom. He is Dom. That's Phil. That's what I've been told. That's what your mama named you. Well, yeah, I guess. Hi. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk this week, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, escape room etiquette. Yes. And... Even though we don't really have etiquette, but eh, maybe we do. We do. We try not to swear on the show, so that's etiquette. Yeah. Oh, I try my hardest not to. It's really hard not to. Um, we got an article, did a Google search on just escape room etiquette, and there's really not a lot out there. I mean, granted, you you get told the rules all the time, and that really should be straight up the etiquette that you need. Um, we went through... And I found this article. It's on everyescaperoom.co.uk. Now, this is our second article out of the UK that we've yeah. talked about. Um, on the on a previous episode, we were talking about uh, three articles from David Spira um, from Room Escape Artist. Yep. But this is everyescaperoom.co.com, and I don't, I don't know. If the guy's name is under it that wrote it, I really don't see it anywhere, who it's from, who wrote it. It's just that it was published on June, no, 6th, yeah, June 28th, 2021, and it's called Escape Room Etiquette, and whether you've booked an escape room game yourself or are invited to play, there are certain do's and don'ts when it comes to general behavior. Um, Right off the rip, uh, I'm not going to read this whole article, um, but this is, you know, actually that's all the same right there. Boom, boom, boom. But it does, though most... Of it, not all of these are just plain old-fashioned common sense, um, which does, for your maximum enjoyment, I'm just trying to skim through quick. I can all edit this out, which is nice. Um, So, first one is, if the sticker says don't touch, then don't touch. Yeah. Um, Those are basic rules. They tell you right off the rip what usually is in play and what is out of play. Unless you go to Florida and they say something's not going to be above this point and it actually is above that point. Yes, way above that point. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so everyone who runs an escape room game will know why this issue is placed first on the list. Uh, though it might be obvious to anyone with a single working brain cell, maybe this is why the guy didn't... Uh, Put his name to it. The person put put his name to it. (laughs) Kind of calling everybody idiots. Hey. But it is common sense. Uh, You'd be surprised as to how many people will try and get inside things that are not a part, are not part and parcel to the game. Electrical outlets, light switches, music players, speakers, and a host of other items are off limits for practical reasons. Uh, we we've even come across players armed with screwdrivers intent on undoing light fixtures. Actually, we've heard of that a couple times. Actually, yeah, they had a little pocket fisherman or or whatever it was, the Leatherman yep. multi tool. Right. I mean, I always have my Swiss with me, you know, and but I would never take something apart that's not meant to be taken apart. Right. Purposely. Uh, yeah. I mean, Although. You never know. There was a room up in Moosup that is no longer there that uh, 
you had to do things like that. Well, actually, there's a room right in Orange, Connecticut, at Connecticut Escape Games that you actually have to use wrenches to open stuff up. Yep. Okay. Um, but they supply you the wrenches. Right. I think that's that's a little bit different. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Moose up was, well, why didn't you take the phone apart? Yeah. And why why didn't you take the handle off the teapot? Yeah. And why didn't you open up the light socket? Yeah. He Well, he also well, la- labeled his... The unofficial hardest escape game in the world. Um, and where's he now? Doing Smash. Doing Smash things. rooms. Yes. So I mean, etiquette. I think you you know you have your, your basic rules, but etiquette goes beyond that, and it's kind of like the common sense stuff. Yeah, it is. You and, know, you know, going back to this, you know, we they come with screwdrivers for light fixtures. You know, which could result in a severe accident. Others will happily spend 15 minutes peeling off the sticker for some unknown reason. Um, I can actually attest to this because I wasn't that I was peeling off the sticker. We were in the room, and I've mentioned this on, on previous podcasts. Um, we were told that anything with the green sticker you don't touch. Yep. We're in the room, and this is one of the our least favorite rooms ever, uh, Torrington. Where um, the key fit the, the door, yep. lock, but it didn't move. So, oh, maybe we need a magnet. You put a magnet on it, you can feel the mechanism. Right? Yes. It wasn't until it was the after the end of the game or after maybe. After the end of the game. I was spending a lot of time on it. I spent time on spent it. On, Fred spent time on it. Yep. Gary even did, I think yep. so. It wasn't until after we were done with the game where he said, well, that's out of play. Well, why didn't it have a green sticker on it? Right. Okay. And the key fit. I mean, granted, it was probably a Home Depot thing where all the keys fit, it just doesn't unlock. You right. know, but, you know, there's etiquette on the owner's part that. Yes. That should have been labeled. Right. Do not play. Yeah, etiquette definitely goes both ways. Um, definitely, definitely goes both ways. So that's, that's, you know, and again, the same exact room thing had a green sticker on it. We didn't move it. Yet he came in and, no, you got to move this. Well, it has a green sticker. You don't touch it. Right. Well, it's for this screw. Come on. All right? That's right. like nitpicking. So, but again, that's, to me, that would be poor etiquette on the owner slash game master's part. Yeah. But not for nothing, even letting us do that for all of us for a good five minutes each. Yeah. At separate times. Yeah, uh, definitely. So. That's 20 minutes out of the game right there. Separately. Yeah. But yes. 20 minutes, five minutes for each of it. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, don't don't peel off stickers. Don't bring a screwdriver in with you. Actually, there was one room that we did that there was actually a block of wood. Not a big block, a piece of balsa wood that locked the door. And there was a way to get it out. But we ended up finding a saw in the, yes. in the room. And... I just took the saw and I cut the piece of wood. Yep. And at the end of the game, the guy was like, you realize the thing just slid out. I said, then why is there a saw in the room? Yeah. With a piece of wood. And he goes, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Well, how else? You see a block of wood there. Now, if you put a piece of metal there. Yep. Then you would think, yeah, you got to slide it out like a bolt. I agree. Okay. So was that poor etiquette on my part? Or poor etiquette on their part, no, or just I a miscommunication of what that's we were going to do. Poor etiquette or, on their part, where part of the room design aspect of etiquette on their side is things have to make sense. You right. have to you have to set people up with the tools for success, right? And by doing something like that, it adds to confusion. There's been a number of rooms where. Something has been loose, and we felt like, well, I probably could take that out, but it's like it's at the breaking point. Yeah. Is it supposed to come out, or is something going to happen to make it come out? Right. And things like that need to be addressed by the by the game company, the the game master, or the owner. That's part of your deal of being of me giving you money. Is things like this need to be right? The room we just did the other day. We got into the second room finally. Go to open up the door or get down to the door, and there is a hook 
yep. of some sort. That a is, D-ring. A D-ring, is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. That the whole outside is halfway off the wall. Yep. Now, are we supposed to pull the rest of it off or what? And Yeah. On their part, it should have been fixed. Yeah. So, or a sticker over it, something to, that is not in play or something. Yeah. Uh, we see stickers all over the place of not in play. Yep. So, yes, just don't don't just take anything apart just to take it apart. Really. And really, if it does say not in play. I mean, we've heard horror stories about uh, people taking light bulbs apart. and people. We heard one story, we were up in Boston, where they got into the room, a back room where the electrical panel for the building was. And they started playing with that. I don't remember that story. When we were in the apartment building, the apartment room. Oh, maybe I was. They were. They, ran out they, they were telling us about, you know, because of the oh, way. Oh, the furnace room. That's right. Okay, yeah, I remember it now. Because of the way that was, you know, you didn't know what you were supposed. But people, they said that they've they've had people go into a room that was a mechanical room, right, for the building and start flipping switches. You know, I remember that. Yep. But yeah, so if it's if it's labeled, don't touch it. And owners, please label everything that you don't want touched. Right. Uh, jump on to the next one. Next headline: Don't destroy stuff. We we were just talking about that. Yeah. Again, with if it's not labeled, you know, if it says do not touch, then don't touch. Um, nowadays, uh, things are made so cheaply. Right. That it is very easy to break something. Uh, again, we went in, not for nothing, we're going to be using the room we just did as an example, mainly because it's fresh in my mind, yeah. but a lot of this has already happened in this room. Yeah. So um, you're supposed to put, you know, it's it, it was a propped piece, a door, you put a magnet to it like you normally yeah. would, and it's supposed to open. Well, it was broken. Yep. Things are cheaply made. Don't we didn't purposely break it? You don't want to purposely open it and break something, right? Again, that's why they say finger strength. If you yep. can't open it with finger strength, then it's either not meant to be open or, you know, it's gonna open eventually. Whatever. Um, we didn't destroy it. The prop was just broken, and the latch was inside. And again, we were bringing this magnet all over the room because it was one of the first things we found, right? When I we had already opened up that area, I mean, I, I remember, and I, for some reason, it Rack Ave sticks in my head, but I don't think it was there. Where uh, there was a glass door, and they said that they used to have a golf club in the room, and they had to remove it from the room because someone broke the glass with the golf club, thinking that they had to. And I don't think it's Rock Avenue for some Rock reason. Avenue, but I, I, I kind of, I vaguely remember that. You know, I mean, it's it's things like that when you talk you, about. You're supposed to use the golf club as a, kind of a hook to pull something towards yeah. you, I believe. Right. And they were just swinging yeah. it around. And to, to them, that was the easiest way to get inside a glass cabinet Right, was to do that. This is what we talk about with etiquette. I mean, it's common sense. Etiquette is don't break the glass. Right. Now here he says, if the game master makes a point of saying there's nothing in the floor or hidden in the ceiling, then he's not telling you this as a hint over for a clue. Right. It's just the truth. There is nothing. Usually they'll say there's nothing above the ceiling. Yeah. Because most places to drop ceiling wherever you go. Some places isn't, but. But there's nothing above the ceiling. You shouldn't have to move the tiles to get yeah. something. There may be a clue. In this on the ceiling, right. but not above the ceiling. Again, the room we just went into, and we're used to hearing no clues behind the walls above the ceilings. So we don't look up for most of the right. time. And there was a clue. And I think part of, part of it on the other end of the spectrum is a lot of times, like you said, they will tell you there's nothing underneath the rug, there's nothing behind the couch. If they don't tell you, and because sometimes there is something on on, mm-hmm. on on under the rug, if you move the rug. And there's nothing there. Put the rug back. Right. That's that's right. when we're talking about etiquette in the room. Put the rug back. Well, that's going to be the next. You know, if you move it. the furniture, 
That's going to be the yeah. next, next Put it back. You're, you're, jumping, you're jumping ahead. We're at destroy right now. <laughs> well, I'm just smarter than this guy, I guess. You're, you're, jumping, <laughs> you're jumping into the next thing. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But it says, you know, like, um, going for. <laughs> wow. Okay. I kind of like this guy already. Um, we can never understand why a player feels they have to break the floor tiles or ruin the ceiling. Going full retard is <laughs> not going to help solve the puzzles or find any clues. And those are his words, not mine, even though I am very, very rarely politically correct. But Yeah, uh, that's, that's the perfect way of putting it. I it, mean, it really is. Uh, keep in mind that breaking stuff can hold up the gameplay as well. So that you don't want to break things. If it, you know, there's nothing. If it's hung on the wall, like they said, if it's finger strength. Yeah. Uh, we did a, a, the room we just did is a perfect example of finger strength. Things slid easily. Yeah. Things slid up easily, out easily. That was finger strength. Now we looked at the other paintings and photos and everything on the wall. You see screws into them. You know the damn thing ain't coming off. So don't freaking try to rip it off. Yeah. I mean, there's been occasion like one of the few of the first 50 rooms that we did within the first 50 rooms. I think it was the mall. Um, Becca went to go move up the, the door or the sign or something. And it was loose. Yeah. So it moved and it fell off. A poster was on the wall. And it was, I thought it was a, a picture. Piece of metal, uh, no, it door. was a picture on the door. And it fell off. It yeah. wasn't supposed to come off. Now, right. that's not player error. That's actually owner and um, designer error. Right. They should have made sure that was stable. Yeah. But we weren't purposely trying to destroy it. It just happened. Now, there's another room that, that we played where we're in a, a hallway, and there was a prop in the wall that we had to turn, and the amount that you had to turn it, we both thought was actually to the breaking point. And oh, riddle room. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna call out the place. And they care. said, "Well, no, you you know you gotta turn you gotta it for or it. it was either pro pulling it or yeah. turning it or, or whatever." Was, yeah. And I remember it was not an I, easy thing to do. Oh, uh, you know, I, I I I I remember sitting in front of it trying to work this puzzle and saying to you, "If I move this anymore, I could feel it's gonna break." Right. And you're like, "Well, you know, don't break it." And and, and then, then the guy comes in and says, well, no, you got to... You got to pull it. Yeah. Well, that's on us. Well, that means, that, again, that's the, the design. Yeah. It's a poor designed puzzle. Yeah. Because um, it really should just be a, a lazy pull. Like, yeah. Or a lazy push, a lazy grab and slide. It should be finger strength only, which is, what, two, three pounds max? Like, not even? I mean, the joke always is, every place you go into, they say, well... It's finger strength. Then I always say, well, your fingers are my fingers. Right. You know, but still, I mean, it's a joke, but it is a serious thing because some people are stronger than others, you know. But, yeah, that's. Um, Yeah. So, again, just, yeah, don't destroy nothing. Um, Now, something you were going to start talking about before I cut you off. Don't flip over the furniture or climb on it unless it is a step stool. Because we've run into rooms where yep. you've had to use a step stool or we were too short and you have to climb on something because they didn't provide a step stool. Yeah. But I don't climb on anything. Uh, don't flip over the furniture, especially when they say don't flip over the furniture. Yeah. If they haven't said it, yeah. then yes, you flip the cushions out of the way. You do this, you do, you move the rug. Yeah. You put the rug back. Yep. Uh, we've done it countless times. Where, uh, well, there's nothing in the furniture. Now, is a rug considered furniture, or is it design? I always just, okay, there's a couch, coffee table. So you're not going to move the coffee table, so why would you move the rug? Right. But, oh, there's a clue under the rug. But it says don't touch, don't move the, don't touch the furniture. Like, yep. there's nothing in the furniture. Okay, well. I'm, I'm so not I'm a big fan it. of when they put clues underneath the rugs, but, but, I mean, we have played some pretty cool ones where it ends up being a cool puzzle where you got to fold it and this and that. Yes. But... In, in in general, when you're making a puzzle that goes against some of the, the rules. accepted rules, yes. you know, it kind of hits you as a little odd when you start doing it. Right. Um, again, this is, you know, once again, we're talking about being destructive for destructive's sake. Uh, 
I understand that. Yes, like we like we mentioned before, no. we went to go move something in the sign, and the sign actually fell off. I mean, it was an accident. If you want to break something, go to one of these smash rooms. Yeah, go to one of these. Yep, you know, hundred percent right. Get a, go to Home Depot, get a sledgehammer, and go in your backyard and start busting yourself up. Just start, just start collecting appliances. Hey, and you know what? There's backyard. nothing wrong with going to a smash room. Right. And there's nothing wrong with going out in the backyard and beating the hell out of something. You want to break stuff? You want to throw stuff? You want to do? Go to an axe throwing place too. Yeah, that's what it's made for. But yeah, often. Often a lot of the stuff isn't built to withstand any human weight. Uh, let's take um, South Carolina, Homescape, uh, in Fort Hill, South Carolina. Yep. We did the prison room. Mm-hmm. They have bunk beds in there, yep. chained to the wall. First thing he says is do not lay on them. Yep. Do not sit on them. They're not made for weight. They're there for um, immersion. Yep. Now, of course, you're going to get some dumbass. Oh, let's see if I can lay on this. And the reason they're telling you is because someone tried it. Right. You know, when you see those signs, don't do this, don't do that. Those put those signs there because someone tried it. Right. Um, and you know, going back to like like you were saying, also, a lot of stuff nowadays isn't built like a tank. It's built cheap, cheaply. It is very cheap. And stuff. a lot of stuff that is built like that isn't meant to be used. Ten times a day, every day, by all these different people. Mm-hmm. So now you're putting it into an environment that is constantly being used. It's bound to break. Right. You know? Right, exactly. Um, I want to just jump back real quick where it says, do not touch, then don't touch. Um, there is no other part of it. Okay. Here's one thing. They tell you the rules at the beginning. And like you had just mentioned, uh, you know, it's happened. If they're telling you somebody did it. Yeah. Or it has happened. Uh, if you're going through a laser maze, you don't have to get down to your skimpy, skimpies. To, to well, at least the ones it. we've played you haven't. And they've told us that. Do not take your clothes off because it's happened. Yes. Woman, female, woman got down to her bra and panties and tried to go through the maze. Yeah. And they, when they tell you that, it's because it happened. It's because, yes, it's happened. Um, you know, that that's another thing is when they tell you the do's and don'ts and then they play their video, they go, they go through all this. I am a big fan of watching that video. I know you don't like I to do it. it. That's to me, that's etiquette is watching that video because it does some of most of them don't, but some of them give you information in it. We ran into maybe one. That's and, well, you course. didn't know this last room was a pirate. It was about pirates. Well, how could you see it when it says no internet connection? Right, but <laughs> it's you know I think for the for the minute that you're gaining, looking around the room, thirty seconds you're gaining, looking around the room. Someone made it. It's supposed to. It's meant to be locked beforehand. You know, but again, to to me, that's part of. That's 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 part of the thing. Just like for them, it's etic- it should be etiquette that they know that the video is working, like this last game. Yes, where it wasn't working. Yeah, you know that I could see. You know what? It's not working. Go for it. You're right. You know. So yeah, don't 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 climb all over the furniture. Don't do any of that stuff. Don't come pl- to play drunk. I agree with this 100%. I almost want to say don't even come high. Uh, no. Depending on who you are, because we've played with sober people and not sober Impaired. People, impaired people. Um, yeah. you. I don't care if you say, well, marijuana makes me think better. No, it doesn't. You just like to sit there and go, duh. Most of the time. But don't show up drunk, especially sloppy drunk. If you had a beer here or there before you got there, it's one thing. Don't show up drunk. I mean, it is a business that you're showing up to to participate in their product. It's a little bit of respect to show up not drunk. Yes. You know? On the other hand, uh, you wouldn't want to go in there uh, to the point where 
you're so sloppy that you're you're hurting the other game members because you're holding everyone back. Yeah. So I mean, we've heard stories. We've heard a lot of stories about that stuff. Where one guy was so drunk that he destroyed the room. Yeah. And he hurt other people. Yeah. Um again, we've gone with people who were who were just, you know, high on high on weed, but and but they smoked one guy smoked so much he was just looking around the room like, duh, what do I do? Yeah. And he was just there. Yep. Another guy smoked he he was right on point with a lot of things. I mean, it's all in who you are and how much you can handle, but don't. You know, you gotta, the you best gotta re- bet is not to. got to remember, while you're at these games, realistically, there should be someone watching you and listening to you the whole time. Yes. And it is disrespectful. This is their job. That you show up and you're all drunk up or you're all whatever, you know? Yep. Because it is their job. You don't want someone... Showing up to your job while drunk and yelling at you that, you know, or acting like acting like a fool. Yep. And, you know, you'd be like, man, I'm just trying to do a job here. You know, I'm trying to do a job. I'm working the clock. I want to go home. You know, so to show up like that just doesn't doesn't yeah. work. And not for nothing, the game master shouldn't have to be a babysitter. No. Um, pay attention, yes, but not... You you won't want to have to be forcibly removed or asked to leave, right? Because chances are you're not going to get your money back. You decided to show up that way. Yes. And on the flip side of that, game master shouldn't be drunk either. <laughs> but and also, again, uh, they can hear and they can see everything going on. In the most part, when you get frustrated, just take a step. You know, stop for a minute. You know. When you start MFing this and that and all oh, these people are stupid that designed this and what kind of a-holes will uh, put a game said they're there listening to you do this. Right. You're more making an ass out of yourself than you are yeah. the puzzle. Uh, and everybody around you. I know there's times I'm like, just F this. But we've learned over the years that once we start getting miffed, or aggravated, aggravated with the with the puzzle or the the whatever that the situation we try general. to we try to notice each other just say take a break yep let fresh eyes go on it um but there's also other times again the room we just played I mean this room is going to be our prime example yeah we went in and we were just frustrated as hell and you know we were we weren't talking loud about it but i mean they i'm sure they could hear us yeah but we were ready to just sit down yeah and or walk out of the game yeah halfway through it i mean we, it we weren't really, yelling and screaming yeah we weren't mfing them or nothing but, but we we were both to the point that you know what that's a comfy couch we'll just sit here for a half hour yeah but that's you know that's etiquette on our part too. right um another one is you know they ask you and, you know, I, I get upset about this one a little bit. I should say disappointed with this one. Stay off your phone. Almost the very first thing or the very last thing in any intro video when you're in the hallway is please don't take pictures or video of the room. Yep. Okay. I am guilty of taking pictures. But I'm taking pictures to help me with a puzzle. Right. I'm not post. Personally, I'm not posting them. I actually delete them as soon as we're done, or as soon as we're done with the room, I'm deleting them. Um, but you have people out there. Stay off your phone. I mean, this is more like if you need to take a phone call, go outside. You need to make a phone call, right. go outside. Whatever. That's what they're saying here because it's gonna screw up your gameplay, my gameplay. Breaks the immersion. Breaks I mean, the it's whatever. And you're disrupting the game. Yep. Um, but again, stay off your phone. Put your phone on silent. Yep. Put it in your pocket or leave your phone in the car. Yep. They have lockers. I mean, personally, I'm not going to leave my phone in a locker. It's just more sense of security on my part than it is anything else because you do have the key to it and everything else. But I put my phone on vibrate or silent. It stays in my pocket. 
Okay, I pull out my phone in case I need an extra light. Yeah. Um, if you need print enlarged, I need print enlarged. I need a picture enlarged, because uh, we do a lot of rooms two people, and back and forth running around is a pain. Yeah. And we paid for the hour. Why can't we use it this way? But what I'm against is all these people that go through and take video of the room and pretty much show you everything. Everything. You, they may not show you the answers to the to the puzzles and and whatnot, but they. I don't want to know that it's a two or three room game until I get in there. Yeah. And they're showing you a walkthrough of the whole room. And then, or like, or there's there's when you've done so many of them, you get to know what a certain prop looks like. Yeah, you don't want to know ahead of time that that prop is in that room, or that game is in that room. Right, and you know, and you know, you want to do, and this goes more for reviewers than anything else. Um, I mean, if the if the owners want to go through and make a walkthrough, no, fine, that's that's their room, but nobody should be allowed to take. Video of the room. You want to take a picture? Maybe take a picture of a room, a part of the room that has nothing to do with clues. Right. Has nothing to do with the puzzles, which is kind of hard because almost every wall would. But there's parts that don't. There's yeah. ways to cover things up. We've taken pictures in the room with the, you know, with the game master afterwards, and he said, "Yeah, stand up against that wall. Just cover this part. Yeah. So, so, so people don't see it. You yeah. know. Right. And yeah, that's fine. But for what you're saying, when there's a walkthrough online, it just it you know. kill, it makes me not really even want to go do the room. Yeah, I don't care if you're you're a hot shot reviewer or anything. Uh, yeah, there should if it says no video, you don't do video. I don't care who you are. I don't care what the owner says afterwards, because it's you want to do an, you want to do a video interview, stand in the counter, go to the party room, go into their office. Yep. Do something else besides sitting, besides a video walkthrough of the room that you just played. Because what the hell do you care? You're never coming back to play it again. Right. Okay. I mean, as far as as far as phones go, I agree with everything you said. The only thing that aggravates me sometimes is when the game master is very uh, much on don't pull your phone out at all, mm-hmm. and sometimes. When we pull our phone out, it's to use it as a tool. It's to use it as a light. It's yeah. to use it as to magnify something yeah. or whatever. And they get mad. Oh no, no, don't you know? We 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 don't want that. I just paid thirty five dollars for this room. Right. If I want to sit there in the middle of the room and play Tetris on my phone for an hour, I paid thirty five dollars for this room. I should be able to do that. You know. Uh, as I- long as I'm not affecting gameplay. As long as I'm not yeah. affecting the room to anyone else. Yep. As long as I'm not affecting the people around me. Now, I can see if I'm taking phone calls, yeah. that's aggravating people. You know what? Step outside. Yep. I can see if every 10 seconds my phone is dinging because I got a message coming in. You know what? Put it on silent. Yep. Because you'll feel the vibration in your pocket. That's fine if you need to know you're that part of a person. Right. You know? But if there's certain things... You know, I can't read this font. It's too small. I can't read the freaking numbers on a lock. You know? I need to see what the hell number is what. And I think that we're in a society now where we're so far advanced related to our phones that that's our natural go-to. Exactly. You know? Now, I've discovered that on my Swiss Army knife, I have a magnifying glass. Which helps me read things that need to be magnified. If it was 30 years ago, would that be the equivalent of your phone? It would be. They would say, don't take out your Swiss Army knife. Don't take out a knife. Don't take out a magnifying glass. Right. It's just everything happens to be computerized and it's on a phone. Yes. You know? So I think of it, if if it's used as a tool... I paid for the time. I think that's fine. And, and most escape rooms are okay with that. Yeah, especially where a lot of these escape rooms, either the light that they give you is eh, or the font is too small, or the font the, is it's in script. And or I'm, you can't read even, the lock. They don't even teach cursive in school anymore. You know, I mean, when you can't read the lock or 
It's down up and around the corner, and you can't. It's under. It's in the fireplace under the mantle. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places that I ain't squeezing my fat ass into that I could reach the phone up into, and boom. You're right. And I think that's a different story than, hey, let's take a video of this. Look at this cool game that's in here. Well, it says right here. He said The person who wrote this article said right here, depending on the individual escape room policy, right, some players may not let – some players not let – players better the room with a phone okay but they'll let but if they let you then please leave it well alone during the course of the game uh the reason for that is someone on the phone will disrupt you and this and that or if you really have to take a call you do that you just leave the room which is they tell you another thing to refrain from is taking photos and videos in the damn room yeah. And that's exactly what we were talking about. Uh, within the room and the, the puzzles and clues. These, these will only spoil it for others. See, like I said, I've done it as a tool. Like yep. you said, I don't show it to anybody else. Right. I show it to you. You're in the room with me. Show it to somebody else who's playing the game with us. We even refrain from talking about the room when we see other people in yeah. the lobby. Well, that's, that's another point that I wanted to bring up. Which you could that could be right under stay off your phone. Yeah, because they ask you, oh, we have people in the lobby. Can you just not talk about yeah. the room until you know they're get outside? They're playing. You know, a lot of these rooms are right next to another room with a paper thin wall. Yeah, and the hallway's right there. People are coming and going. People could hear you, and I know you're excited. You just left the game, you know, and you want to talk about, hey, I saw this in the game. I saw that in the game. A lot of people. I don't know how many people, but I know us, we're known to go from room to room to room. Yes. You know? So I don't want to hear, well, yeah, we were in this room, and this is the code that we put in here, or this is the wow factor that we saw. Wasn't it great? Or you know if you walk in, there's people sitting in the lobby. You, if they're there while you're leaving, you just know they're going into your room. Probably, yes. Yeah. Chances are they showed up at your time you're leaving, you know, they're going into your room, you know, don't ruin it for them. Right. You know, don't walk by and go, hey, when you walk in, there's a button on the right. Make sure you press that first or, you know, make sure you get the, the, the UV light because there's something written on the wall behind the picture. And, right. You know, they right. just that's etiquette and it's you don't want to ruin it for them. Right. That's good etiquette. Um, let's jump on to this next one he wrote. Don't steal stuff. Uh, we're not purposely stealing. No. Uh, yes, we accidentally walked away with a walkie-talkie. We've accidentally walked away with a three-digit lock. Yes. A four-digit lock, whatever it was. Uh, we... It was an accident. Yeah. Etiquette would be when you open up a lock, put it back in the thing that it came out of. Yeah. You put know? it right back in that hook if it, can, if it can stay there. Yeah. It's easy for you. It's easy for the people setting the room back up. And no one walks out. Now, when you're in the heat of the moment, do things happen? You know, I'm a big person with the pens. You're a big person with the pens. I'm always writing things down. And you always have the walkie-talkie, too. So I put it in my pocket as I'm walking around. Yeah. And, you know, you just just forget about it. And the walkie-talkie. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of walkie-talkies in the room. Right. But that's what happens. Um, But, yeah, you don't want to steal anything. The, The owners of the company paid... Quite a bit of money to build this room. And, yes, it does cost... Locks aren't cheap. Right. Uh, your basic five-digit five digit or five-letter word lock that you could... It's a master lock that you could scramble and make your own codes is probably anywhere from 7 to $12. For a lock, that's a lot of money. I wouldn't even be as concerned if someone intentionally taking that lock as I would someone intentionally taking a cool thing in the room. Okay. A skull that's in the room or a cool prop of some kind or whatever that you're only going to find there. Right. Something that may have been printed just for that room. Right. And they said, you know what? We're only going to be here once for our vacation. Let's take this as a memento of our trip. Right. You know? And I bet a lot of times that happens, right? Especially in like touristy areas, I bet that happens quite a bit. Uh, you know, 
These people spend a lot of money building this thing. Don't screw up their livelihood. Exactly. You know, do you really need that memento? Right. If you need it that bad, I'm sure the guy will sell it to you. Right. And actually, we've seen escape rooms that have had the something that was from that room already ready for sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, say they used... Um, the, the cryptics or the... Or skulls or whatever. Yes, exactly. A chalice that was in the room. Yeah. Um, whatever it is. Yeah, they have it. The diamond that you find, the jewel that you find. Yeah, they've had it for sale. And the reason they do that is so you don't steal the one that's in there. Right. There is accidentals. Like we said, we took home yeah. a walkie-talkie. We took home a, a lock. Um, never did bring home a dry erase pen yet, but almost. No. And they do ask you. And sometimes we have to... Don't be offended... When the game master says, "Check your pockets before you leave," can you please check your pockets? I as soon as I do that, I always find a pen. Yeah, I always do. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we'll check it. It's when they don't ask us. Yeah, is when that's when we ended up walking away with something, and again, that was by accident. So sometimes you have to be treated like you're a five year old. Yeah, to, before you, know, but don't take offense to it because. Stuff's not cheap to replace. You know what? They're doing their job. Yes. Part of that's part of their job. Not only are they there to inform you and get you in the game and watch you play the game and help you and reset the room, they're also making sure that you don't take any shit with you. Yes. Exactly. Um. That was the last thing on this. Um. There's something else I want to add in and. You kind of said it earlier about, yeah, mother loving the uh, a puzzle or something, like who the hell designed this, and berating. Yep. The person may or may not be there, and I get you frustrated. Chill out. Let somebody else deal yep. with it. Uh, another thing is game mastering. Um, again, I'm going to use the same exact room that we've been using and as an example for the last couple podcasts now. Mainly because it's fresh in my mind, and it has happened. Yeah. Um. Don't if you're a good game master, you're paying attention to what's going on in the room that you're game master that you're yes. monitoring. I can't say this enough that there should only be one game master per game, which they had at this place, which is what he said they had. I didn't see it, but. He said, no, I was the only running your game. And he also said it was his first week. Right. Well, he's not ready to be on his own. A good game master is going to pay attention to your room. Right. I understand you got to take a piss quick or something, whatever it is. But, again, they ask us if we got to use the bathroom before we, st- before we start. Don't you think you should be doing that, too? Yep. Um, you shouldn't have to get up and greet a member, another group coming in. Uh, but you should be paying attention. And within, if it's a typed response when you ask for a clue, we've watched a couple of games where the game master actually already has the preset yeah, answers. Some of them do. So yeah. what you're doing is copy and paste. You're not even ta- typing. It's, already, it's just a copy and paste to put it across the screen. It shouldn't take more than about 15 seconds tops to get a, a clue across the screen. Oh, I for think... a copy and paste, or to type it out, they ask for thirty seconds. So that, thirty seconds is a long time. You shouldn't have to wait more than you know. We've waited a minute, minute and a half on times where, you know, they tell you to flip the coin over. Yeah. Well, the coin's over. Well, okay. I would look at the clock, and it could took a good two minutes off our time. Before we even got a clue. And that, and then you say, oh, why don't you ask for a clue? And then all of a sudden it pops up. It's like, dude, what's the point of I mean, having this? I can see it being a minute, minute and a half. No. Um, especially if you have to type it out. I'm a slow typer. It would take me a while. Well, that's what training's for, too. You know? What, what bothers me, though, is if you're legitimately watching the game and you see everyone doing the wrong thing, for 10 minutes. Yes. Then nudge you. Come nudge on you. and say, "No, you're that's not part of what you should be working on now. That doesn't that's not part of the puzzle. That's, you know, work on something else." Right. You know. And well, that not only of- this place, we've seen other places too. It like the door. 
up in Torrington. Yes. You see four people go over to this door, and everyone spends, you know, five, ten minutes on this door. Well, at some point, you say, that door is not in play. Exactly. You know? We were just at this at this one thing, and there was this one thing on the wall that all three of us were positive, went with something else, and it just, when we found out that it had nothing to do with that, and we were just wasted our time, I was kind of pissed about that. Oh, I was, that's when. Because it was such an amount of time that we spent on it. And that's where, I, you know, you and me both said, you know what, I give up on this room. It wasn't. It wasn't, hey, we spent two minutes looking at it. It was, we spent a good 10 minutes. We spent about almost 20 minutes just on You know, that. going back and forth and back and forth. And and it wasn't like one person was working at it. It was, everyone was working together. On one puzzle. On one puzzle. That wasn't even the right puzzle. Right. That wasn't even a puzzle. It was, some, you know, well. And it, it was, but right. it wasn't. The you way know, we did it was completely wrong, and it, it should have came. You're right. You're 100 right. It should have came after across. the first minute or so, because it is going to take. People are, are are walking around. They are looking at things, and they're trying to figure things the out. First, you should. On the, in most escape room, the game masters always say, "Please don't ask for a clue for the first 10 to 15 minutes," because that is your exploratory time. Yeah. And personally, the way I look at it is, I think you should ask for a clue if you're stumped every. 15 minutes if you only have three clues. First of all, I don't like the having a set number of clues. And most places are getting away from that. Now. Yeah, I think I think that's that's rather silly. Right. The most silly thing is when they take time away because you guess or you went over the number of clues. Yeah. That's well, you already had three clues. This is your fourth clue. We're going to take, take five a, minutes we're gonna off. We're going to take a minute off. or You guessed, so I'm taking five minutes off. Yeah, that is just totally ridiculous. It's getting off point now, but still. Like, game masters should be paying attention to your room. Yeah. And that's, we've ran into that. Uh, you walked out into a room and asked, where the hell are you? We've been asking a clue for yeah. five minutes. I did the same exact thing a, a year later. Yeah. And people are wondering why we get upset over this. If I have to walk out of the room and down the hallway to find my game master. Talking to somebody. Talking to another hallway. group. Yeah. There, there, there's a problem there. Right. Um, especially when I walked out, because when we started playing there, we played every single room. They had six rooms there. There was two game masters. Okay. Yep. We got into that room. All of a sudden, there's only one person working at the place. Yep. And they accept walk-ins. Come on. And for them to say, well, if you told us you did reviews. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that wouldn't happen. Yeah, well, well, why should it happen in the first place? Right. Why should we even tell you who we are? There's a reason we don't we do. broadcast everyone as soon as we walk in that we do reviews. Right. Because we want to see how you treat everybody. Right. And so game masters really got to step up your game. There should only be one game master per room, per game. Um, another etiquette. Um, you know, we kind of went over that where if you had to walk outside the room. Um I mean, I personally think, going back to the clue system, mm -hmm. I personally think they should stop the clock when they know you're asking for a clue until that clue goes through. I can see that. I can see that. But if they're not paying attention, you're going right. to waste all that time after you ask for the clue. Right. I mean, so, most of them will, not most of them, but a good number of them will, if they have to come into the room. Mm-hmm. To explain something or to reset something, stop the clock. Yeah, they will. That's, that's you know. Right. So what's the difference between that and waiting for them to type something? Okay, yes, but if that's as long as they're paying attention right. to the room. Okay? Other than that, if they're not paying attention, then they're not going to even know that you right. asked for a clue, so you're still wasting all that time. Exactly. Even when you complain about it, then they should maybe add the minute on. Yeah. But... Some again, some are just computerized. Again, you look at five wits, no game master. They push you through the room whether you solve the puzzle or the, not. Uh, skeleton uh, key, the one that's not there anymore. They didn't really push you through the no, room. No, but they but... didn't have, if it wasn't in their system, they couldn't figure it out. Right. They had to just stop the game. Right. Well, would 
what what do we do? Yeah. Well, he's got to stop the game. Yeah. So, again, another etiquette is everything needs to work every single time, whether we trigger it or the game master triggers it. Yes. And we'll never. That's our. That's our golden rule with escape rooms, anywhere. Thank you, masterpiece, in Indian Trail, um, yeah, North Carolina. Everything needs to work every single time, no matter what. Yep. And otherwise, you know, it's it's a bad experience. I didn't even know like, the room we did the other day. Didn't even know that there was a lock on there until yep. he showed us later. Oh, this is where you put this. Yep. Oh, okay. Didn't even notice it. Saw that I could open it, grabbed whatever was in there, and that was it. Yeah. And again, carrying that magnet all over the place while we were going. He should have known, okay, you already used it or something. Yeah. Like, again, game masters need to learn a lot. I'll never, I'll never stop harping about game masters paying attention. Now the other thing, and I know we 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 did talk about it, but I want to go back to it. Yep. Is uh, you know, talking about when you're walking out and you hear other people and don't talk in the lobby because people. The other thing is, yes, there's a wide range of ages that play these games. If you're gonna bring younger children. Make sure they're not running around screaming their head off. Yes. The whole time. Yeah. I understand how big wow factor comes and everyone yells. Everybody does. I understand. We do it. You beat the clock at a minute left. Everyone yells. After that couple seconds is over, it goes back to being quiet again. Because you are in an immersive environment. But if I got to listen to, you know, five, six-year-olds the whole time I'm in there. Yes. I don't want to be in there. Yes. You no, know? I agree with you 100%. No, I, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. And that goes back to, not for nothing, you should be able to try to soundproof, soundproof your games somehow. If it's possible. If it's possible. Then you got these corporate places like uh, the ones in the malls yep. and stuff that are just a cubicle with no roof on it, no nothing. And you hear yep. everything around you if there's other people in that yep. room. Um, yeah, I mean, there's got to be ways to soundproof stuff so you don't hear it. I mean, I understand it's a business. You want as many paid bodies through yep. that door, but at at that same time, you know, the people in there want a good experience, right? And I, uh, right. And listening for me, listening to you know five, six, six year olds, you know, screaming and yelling the whole time. Mm -hmm. To me, I, I'd rather just not go. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Um, we haven't really run into too much where we've heard other people in the other room or anything. We, we, we kind of hear them, but we don't. Something now, now anyway, when we do, we make fun of it, and yeah, especially if it's a scary jump scare thing, and we already played that room, and yeah. we know it's coming up, then we start laughing about it. Well, but. I mean, it's it's a different thing if it's like when we were in Long Island and you played that room where yeah, there's the window a, in between. There's a window yep. in between. And, yeah, we're joking around back and forth with them. We're all adults, and they were yeah. joking back and forth. I mean, that's a, that's a different thing because both teams, both parties are on that same yes, on that same frame of mind. Yes. If we went in there and I'm joking around with them, and the whole time they're like, hey, screw you, we're trying to play our game. Right. You know, then I would stop trying to play, you know, interact with them. Right. You know? That's well, that's there to play against each other, too, yeah. anyway. But, yeah. No, it... it I agree with you 100%. So, anyway, that's the rest of this article. It's uh, on everyescaperoom.co.uk. And, again, it was written back in June uh, June 28th of 2021. Uh, and I don't, have, I don't have the author here at all. Um, so, I can't give credit where credit is due. Well, but, he did a good job. Yes. I like his article. But the link to this will be in the show show notes and everything else uh, when you listen to the podcast. Um, wow, we're about fifty minutes or so into this. We're getting we're stretch, starting to stretch them out a little stretch. bit. As long as we don't hit, we can go up to two twenty five, and it's still going to be shorter than our longest one. Um, I want to tell you guys about uh, our sister podcast now on the podcast network. 
Rusty Razor. Yes, the Rusty Razor podcast, hosted by Designated Dave. Yeah. Deacon of the Church of Sinners. Um, check out his podcast. It's random guests, random hosts, besides himself, guest hosts, uh, and just random chit-chat yep. about anything and everything that's on his mind at the time. Uh, parental advisory, there is... Adult language used, so listen and view as cautiously as you want to. Uh, you can check out everything on Facebook, the Rusty Racer Podcast. Uh, he also does videos, so check out the YouTube page. Usually he goes live on Facebook and YouTube, and so you could actually watch it. Then the po- podcast gets put up after. Um, so make sure you check him out. Shout out to the Deacon, Designated Dave. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? We got swag. Swag. We got a lot of swag. A lot of designs. Um, go to diuescapecrew.com and click on DIU swag. Swag. Got the Lurch. They got the Church of Lurch shirt. This is probably one of my favorite shirts. Um, buddy of ours, Lurch, is becoming a minister, and I had to make a t-shirt for him. Yeah. Uh, we got DIU Escape Crew swag, Do It Up Productions DJ and karaoke swag, DIU karaoke swag, DIU TV swag, old school DIU Escape Room Reviews t-shirt. Yeah. I don't even know why I say it's old school because it's only three years old. Um, <laughs> Older than today. But we have old school DIU TV t-shirt uh, and a DIU Podcast Network t-shirt. Um... Go ahead and check us out on Facebook. Like, subscribe to us there. Uh, if you want to ask us anything, you want to get a hold of us, you want to tell us we're idiots and we should get off the air, you want to tell us we're the best thing since uh, since the invention of the wheel, hit us up on Facebook through the Messenger. Talk to us through there. Uh, we really want to I, – I don't see any comments. I don't use Apple products, so I have no idea what if there's any kind of rating or – People talk about us, whatever. I don't use Apple. I use Android. So, if you guys, and we don't get notifications if it's if somebody wrote a review for us. So let us know on our on our Facebook page uh, if you like the show and what you like, what you don't like, and we'll even take a lot of constructive criticism. We don't yep. care. You can't hurt our feelings. Wow, wow. You can't. You just can't. You will never. I don't even know if I have a crying sound app on here. Most of the time, we'll just be like, <laughs> and uh, or you know, we'll be like, God bless those pagans. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, let us know what's going on. Um, other than that, you got anything you want to say, Bill? Uh, just if you have any rooms you want us to come out and try, come out and play. Uh, if you're a company that we haven't been to and you want us to check you out, let us know. Uh, we are not opposed to taking a road trip. Uh, we've taken quite a few of them, and hopefully we'll do a few more. Yeah. And uh, we're always looking for new places to go, new people to meet, new rooms to play. And just let us know. If you want to be a guest. You want to be a guest on the show? We can do everything remote. We could. I can give you my actual cell phone. You can call us in. We could go through Zoom. We can go through Skype, Messenger on Facebook, uh, whatever is easiest for you, and we can interview you. Yeah. Um, other than that, oh, I think that's it. I think so. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And uh, yeah, that's Bill over there. And that is Dom. Yeah, I am Dom. And you'll hear from us. You'll and that hear from us. is my love. And you'll hear from us when you hear from us. Peace out. <laughs>